What is going on, movie lovers? Welcome back to another edition of No Content for Old Men. This is the podcast where every week I give you reviews of the latest movies and some streaming suggestions for your weekend. As always, I'm your host, Matt Craig. Thank you so much for listening. And this week, we've got a new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. And every time one of these drops, it seems like millions and millions and millions of people flock to watch it. So, of course, we got to talk about it. And I will dive deep on the Sandman and my somewhat complicated relationship uh, with his career. But this one is NBA-centric, so it's right up my alley. And I was excited to watch it after it came out on Wednesday. Also... We've got to preview the return of one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Uh, dive deeper into the back catalog, maybe, uh, for fans of Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I recommend one of my favorite psychological thrillers that I found out this past weekend is really fun to watch with other people. So if you got people coming over and you want to do a movie night, um, I'll give you that recommendation. Before we jump into it, I want to throw out there that you can get in touch with me at Mr. Matt Craig on Twitter or through my newsletter at mattcraig.substack.com. That is where you'll get the latest <laughs> on uh, this this newsletter as well as my Tuesday morning newsletter, which is the best content on the internet. I've heard some really good feedback from that edition of the newsletter. So awesome. Uh, well, let's talk Adam Sandler. Legitimately, one of the first things I ever wrote and published on the internet in my life was a takedown of Adam Sandler. In fact, I think I created an account on Medium, which is a a free online blogging site, way back in June 2016, more than two years before I started my newsletter, and of course, more than three since I started this podcast, just so I could have an outlet to trash his juvenile Netflix comedy, The Do-Over. My vitriol towards America's favorite man-child was born out of a begrudging respect that there was a man who was getting paid handsomely to make movies in the form of paid vacations with his friends, and he's admitted as much publicly. Every few years, Sandler would appear in a quote-unquote serious movie and remind us that if he wanted to, he could be one of the best actors on the planet. And for movie lovers like me, that stung even more. How could the guy capable of punch-drunk love and the Meyerowitz stories, uncut gems in the first hour of Funny People, spend so much time making Grown Ups 2 and Sandy Wexler? The thing I didn't appreciate until now with the release of his latest Netflix project, Hustle, is that the same slacker quality from Column B is what makes Column A so special. Unlike other funny men throughout Hollywood history who have pursued Oscars and or critical respectability by starring in dramas, Sandler shows no strain of effort. Of course, he does work hard. He makes movies at a rate that he, that would make most other movie stars sweat, but he never appears to be trying too hard, as Will Ferrell in Downhill or Jim Carrey in Man on the Moon or The Number 23 have done at times. Sandler retains his essential Sandlerness, so audiences can be delighted by him even without the aid of, say, poop jokes. This movie sets him up as a weary NBA scout traveling across the globe looking for hidden talent, and he stumbles across a once-in-a-generation prospect in Spain that no one's ever heard of, and shepherds him through the pre-draft process. 
It's a serious role, one that doesn't allow for Sandler to sing or yell or otherwise talk in his signature falsetto, but it's also noticeably absent of any dramatic monologues or heroic moments. It's humble, if such a thing can be said for a guy who stars in a movie produced by the company he owns. Still, Sandler knows what his fans want. In the wake of Uncut Gems, which co-starred Kevin Garnett and gained a fervent fandom in the basketball community, it's no accident that his Happy Madison Productions partnered with the NBA to produce what can only be described as a feature film extension of online NBA culture. The cast is a who's who of NBA stars past and present, from Dr. J and Kenny Smith to Kyle Lowry and Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki and Shaquille O'Neal. Social media, podcasts, and even inside the NBA are devices used to move the plot forward, much like they do in the NBA season. And the use of official logos, filming from teams' actual facilities, and even the bench of an actual NBA game bring the movie at times close to the uncanny valley of semi-documentary, which is really the only reason for this movie to exist other than Sandler. The storytelling here is so simple it's practically insignificant, telling a story that's satisfying but glaringly obvious, and that's par for the course in a sports movie. But thankfully, the attention to the sports culture within the movie elevates it into something worth watching. That is, if you're interested in the machinations of the NBA. The movie's co-star is Juancho Hernan Gomez, an actual NBA player standing six foot nine. His antagonist is Anthony Edwards, a real-life number one pick. So the movie's basketball scenes, which are really just about all the scenes, play as true to life as could possibly be done in a fictional setting. Sprinkled around the movie are recognizable stars. Queen Latifah in the thankless supportive wife role, Ben Foster as the classic authority figure villain, Robert Duvall for legitimately five minutes of screen time, even less than that for Heidi Gardner and Jaleel White. But again, this movie comes down to Sandler and the NBA. The beauty in me recommending any Sandler movie is that, much like Sandler's own characters, the effort required is minimal. People enjoy much to my chagrin, having something to turn on and half pay attention to at the end of a long day. This particular entry might be slightly overqualified for that assignment, but it will gladly fill the role. Okay, every week I give you something new, something old, and something to stream. This week's something new is Peaky Blinders Season 6, dropping on Netflix as of today, Friday, June 10th. I don't normally make preemptive recommendations, but the two and a half year wait for season six of one of my favorite TV series of all time finally ends today. All your favorite characters return, except Helen McCrory's Aunt Polly, rest in peace, as we find out the fate of the Shelby family in this epic final season. For those that have never watched it, I'd put season one of Peaky Blinders up against pretty much any other season of TV ever. Now's as good a time as any to start. And pro tip, even though I'm almost always team no subtitles, you're gonna wanna want you're going to want them for this show. That's Biota the Peaky Blinders.
This week, something old came out in 2000. It's now streaming on HBO Max. It's In the Mood for Love. One thing I'd recommend to anyone who saw this year's Everything Everywhere All at Once and inevitably loved it is to now go back and dig into the movies that heavily influenced it. For example, and no spoilers here, in the universe where our main characters didn't get married and each turned out to be successful and rich, the setting and vibe is very much cribbed from the work of Wong Kar Wai, and specifically the rain-drenched Hong Kong of this bittersweet rom-com. It's well worth your time. Also, for those unfamiliar with the long and distinguished action career of Michelle Yeoh, HBO Max also has the 2000 classic Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which you guys should also check out. Something to stream this week, it's on both Amazon Prime and Hulu, it's Black Swan. In search of a psychological thriller to show my friends this past weekend, I revisited Darren Aronofsky's thriller about the high-stakes world of New York City ballet. Natalie Portman stars as a ballerina who is driven insane by her obsessive pursuit of stardom, flanked by a carefree colleague in Mila Kunis and a handsy director in Vincent Cassell. The movie is really like a pot of water under high heat, slowly starting to bubble and gain momentum until it goes full boil in the final minutes. Trigger warning, this movie features a lot of cringeworthy body gross-outs, whether it's crushed toes or fingernails or broken bones, but the effect is to make you as uncomfortable as possible until the even more unnerving emotional content takes over, all leading to a masterful climax. It's my favorite of Aronofsky's twisty mind bombs, others being Requiem for a Dream, The Wrestler, and Mother. And honestly, it's just one of my favorite psychological thrillers, full stop. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you head over to my newsletter, again, at mattcraig.substack.com, that's where you'll find the trailer watch every week. This week's trailer watch is about Prey, the seventh movie in the Predator uh, cinematic universe, and actually signals a trend that I'm looking optimistically at when it comes to franchise and studio filmmaking. Um, So you might want to head over there and check that one out. Next week... We, I guess we have to talk about Jurassic World. Uh, I've heard it's very long, and I didn't even watch the previous, the second of the Jurassic World movies, so I'm very out of the loop. But uh, when it comes to the movie of the moment, that one is seemingly going to be a pretty big hit. So, uh, well, that and the fact that I was at Universal Studios this past week and waited in a 90-minute Jurassic World ride line and was blasted with trailers and other promotions for a full hour and a half. So really, I've been exposed to more promotions for this movie than any other movie in years. (laughs) So now I guess I got to go see it. I guess Universal did its job. Uh, So you'll want to tune in and see what that's all about. Thank you, as always, for not only listening, but spreading the word with someone else who you think might enjoy either my newsletter or this podcast. And until next Friday, guys, I guess I'll see you at the movies.